Hello, hello, and hello. What is up, people? What is good on this new and exciting week of The Plot Strikes Back? Back, 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 back. We are discussing Ant-Man and the Wasp 3, Mania. There will be heavy-ass spoilers. You are forewarned right now. Yes, if you if you have not seen this movie yet, now... This movie just came out, yeah. So we get if you haven't seen it yet, but yeah. Um, yeah, if you have not seen this, definitely do not listen, um, because there is going to be a lot of spoilers. Hundred pretty early, honestly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and look, yeah. As Austin said, it just came out. He saw it a day ago. I literally got back from the movies probably about an hour and a half ago. We had some za talked about it a little bit beforehand and now we're in the room recording on it. So it is fresh on our minds and hopefully everyone or majority of people listening have seen it by this point. And again, if you haven't just come back after you, you get a chance to see it. Yes. Yes. Because bookmark uh, it, save it. We are going to be talking about some cool uh, in this yeah. one. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of greatness in this movie and further on top of that, you should check us out on Twitter, uh, on social media, and on uh, TikTok. So we had uh, an awesome last episode um, with some really awesome guests, uh, Chris Hacker and Jack Cook. And uh, it was a really fun episode to, to chat about on Talladega Nights. Uh, definitely go back and check that out, and uh, as well as any of our previous episodes uh, that we've recorded thus far. So be sure to share with your friends, share with your family, share it up your neighbors, strangers. I don't really care who. Just spread the Whoever. word. Yeah, you know, sharing is caring at the end of the day. And, you know, that's that's what really helps us out a lot. And give us a good rating if you if you do like us. I'm not going to force you to do anything else. But it all is very much appreciated and uh, helps us out a lot. And, and, you know, it's good to kind of see those analytics and kind of go from there. So, again, without further ado, heavy spoilers. Yes, from this very point on, starting with... How badass Kang was. Dude. Whoa. Jonathan Majors? He was incredible in this movie. If anyone hasn't seen anything that Jonathan Majors was in prior to this point and was questioning, well, would it be a good villain? You know, how's he going to perform? He is a phenomenal actor. Oh, my God. He is so good in this movie. Yeah, and and I remember the first thing that I really saw him in was Lovecraft Country, and I thought, yeah, on HBO, and I'm like, oh my oh, god, man, dude. that show was so good. Yeah, I'm bummed they never gave it a second season, <sighs> but in a, anyway, that just went on to show because it was shortly thereafter that he got announced to be Kane the Conqueror in in this movie, and of course, after seeing his performance in Lovecraft, I'm like. Pff, yeah, it makes a lot of sense why he got he got chosen to, chosen well, to be the villain. Yeah, and then even just seeing him in Loki compared to this is just like so different that you're just like, whoa. Yeah, he, his acting is so good as his character. Yeah, and for some of you that might not know this, I had a YouTube channel, and there was an episode that I stayed up literally till three a.m. Technically four a.m. because of when Disney Plus would release their new episodes on a Wednesday at 3 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's when you had to watch it, and I yeah. wanted to watch it to get a, re- like a 
a reaction before anything got spoiled for me because there was a lot of speculation that Jonathan Majors would make an appearance, but would it be Kang or, or would it be some other variant? And this is also a good reason why you should watch Loki. Yeah. The first season of Loki. There is a second season coming this year in this summer. If you haven't watched Loki season one, it's six episodes. They're like maybe 30, 35 minutes a pop. They're good. They're, they're, they're really good. Owen Wilson's great in it. Tom Hiddleston is obviously great in it as well. It is. It makes a lot of sense once you watch it. And by seeing Jonathan Majors in, well, there's again spoilers for even Loki here. So you haven't seen, if you haven't seen Loki, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a spoiler in here. When Jonathan Majors is in the season finale mm-hmm. of Loki, and you see him, and he says, "He who remains." That's his. That's his character. That's his variant. Even that limited, small performance in that episode, which he was probably in, maybe a good thirty to forty percent of that episode. Yeah, he stole that episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was like the I spotlight shifted for both from both Loki's and was like, nope, we're focusing on he that he he who remains. And we were talking again before we recorded here about some of the things that he says in in that episode because of what's happening simultaneously within the MCU. And, you know, as we experience things in a moving timeline, we're looking at these movies as they come out, but movies are essentially happening, again, simultaneously within that own universe. And we kind of think that where... Loki, uh, the season finale of Loki is is occurring is is before Kang the Conqueror is in is out of the quantum realm. Yeah, is out yes. of, is out of the con uh, is out of the quantum realm. So he's made it out. Yeah. So you find out in this movie that uh, Kang the Conqueror has been exiled to yeah the quantum realm, which is a space out of time and space, and they disable his. The ship, his his Morbius chair, basically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and which is a spaceship that can take him anywhere, any place, at any time. Um, and you find out why you know he is the one that's going to come destroy it all. Yeah. But he's also the one that's going to come and make it one similar, like one timeline, right? Yeah. Or is that the the Council of Kings? Slash he who remains slash TVA that make it the one timeline. I think it's going to be interesting as to how they decide that. Because if Kang the Conqueror wants to conquer everything, maybe by destroying everything that he like he says he's he's destroyed plenty of other timelines, other galaxies, yeah, universes, yeah, timelines. So he's kind of. It'll be interesting to see how Secret Wars come comes into play here because I wonder if. The Council of Kang says we've got no choice but to take what's remaining from every universe, every timeline, and throw it together. And I again, that that's where I that's yeah, interesting. I mean, I think that's how we're going to get the Fantastic Four thrown into where everyone else is: Wolverine, Deadpool, the X Men. Gotcha. I I think they're like for example, when we see Deadpool and Wolverine. Like that's still going to exist within the what would be Fox realm, right? Of, yeah, I guess of movies. So. so it's like it's happening because they're not 
truly a part of the MCU yet based on what Disney owns, even though Disney right, owns them now. Yeah. But in terms of how those movies meet and become a nice tasty sandwich, that's not going to happen until, until Secret Wars. But is it the council that does that or is it Kang himself who does it? And it can't be Kang himself. I don't know, man. They the way. I mean, uh, I guess we'll see. Yeah, I I think regardless of how it happens, that's regardless of who does it, that's what's going to happen. I think, and and just the way he, you kind of hear more about Kang's his past and, and his history when he's when he's talking to Janet Van Dyme. And who, who I have to say, Michelle Pfeiffer, dude, she Whoa. has, she, man, she still looks great. She looks great. She looks like she has an age today, aside from like whatever white hair, but like, dude, she looks good. Yeah. Best Catwoman. Sorry. I have to say that too. Throw that in there. And she, she had a really big, uh, big character arc, big, uh, a lot of screen time, basically. Like, a, yeah. like she played a big role in this movie. Because, and I was kind of telling um, telling you this, Austin, before we recorded. I feel like this movie ends and ends the trilogy a nice way, because the whole thing is trying to get hope out of the quantum realm. Yeah. But she spent thirty something Earth years there, but at the same time, it was like ages to her while she was in the quantum realm, and we didn't really know much because they didn't talk about much, even in the second movie, which was meh, right? Like, Well, I think now they'll start to dive. Well, I think they'll start to do less into the quantum realm now. Probably. I, I don't I don't think we'll, we'll see with much mul- more. Yeah, the with the realm. multiverse. Like, now they can map it out to its entirety now, which is, you know, because at the end they were, she was able to open up the, the portal uh, to find... Uh, um, <clears throat> what's her name and Hope, Ant-Man. Uh, yeah hope yeah hope and hope and so hope and scott i think we'll start to see less of the multiverse stuff um and more of i'm sorry no less of the quantum realm stuff more of the multiverse multiverse yeah for sure uh, i agree everything they got going on especially with that first post credit scene yeah and so let's talk a little bit more about the the circumstances right where cassie is now in a suit. She's been, I mean, she had to do something for those five years, as she said, right? Yeah. Everyone else was gone. So what's she going to do? And in uh, her, her character's name in the comics is called Stature. And she's technically a part of the Young Avengers, which I still think they haven't announced it yet. But I think you got to think, though, I with... think the Young Avengers might be a project that they haven't announced yet that will come out in phase six. Well, with Kate Bishop, because you got Kate Bishop, Ironheart, Ironheart, um, they'll probably they might use Hulk's son, but Ugh. yeah, yeah, I don't know. That was um, so dumb. Yeah, a little bit. Um, <laughs> it wouldn't be the first dumb thing that the MCU has done. Uh, they'll probably also include America oh. Chavez. Yeah, I can see that happening. America Chavez, Miss uh, Marvel. Kamala Khan probably. True. Yeah. And see, I thought they would use Wanda's kids, but they they were never real. They're not real yet. I mean, they were they are in the comics, right? But they just haven't made them real in the MCU for whatever dumb reason. 
And they should have done that in the actual. I mean, they might. They might buy the because they do exist, right? We they we are, they confirmed that they do exist in another universe. Yeah. So I think because of Secret Wars, they that's how they actually end up in the universe. The, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then Wanda does get her kids eventually. Here in the, in the six one six universe, that is whatever left of. What, whatever whatever remains of secret the Secret Wars MCU basically, that movie is going to be. Yeah, I, I know. I, I think I said this um, before, where people might not be too familiar with what, the Secret Wars in the comics, and it's definitely it's definitely a really good uh, series to to read, but it's going to blow people's minds. I, and I think because of what we got to see from Jonathan Majors as Kang the Conqueror, like how ferocious yeah he can be and just when you really listen to his dialogue like it's also the way jonathan majors delivers his scenes like he doesn't he does raise his voice sometimes but like when he's, he's a man he is a very he doesn't need calculated to. man oh yeah he he is overly strategic in the best most genuine like uh, um a genius way possible yep right like he when he captured Scott and Cassie, right, and they're in their opposite cells, and he goes up to him, he starts talking to to Scott, and he's like, uh, Scott says, "I've called the other, all the other uh, Avengers; they're on their way." And he's like, "Avengers, sounds familiar. Have I killed you before?" He's like, "What?" He's like, "Are you the one with the hammer?" He's like, oh, we get we get confused a lot, you know, just you know, build and good looks and badass. What a cold line too, because he delivered that just like, like, like without was that you? Like he just didn't remember because it it didn't really mean much to him. So and it's basically saying Thor is meh, yeah, is nothing compared to compared to Kang. It didn't really do much to him, and. Again, just for him to, to the knowledge of him fighting other Avengers at literally any point in time, no pun intended, they didn't stop him because yeah. he's he's there now. And the only way to have controlled him was to ban- was to banish him in, in exile. He stopped himself. That was yeah, what, that, that was he, he's the only one that can stop himself. Yeah. And a variance of him and the way he controlled both and was torturing both Scott and Chrissy with his fingers. Yeah, that was it. It was just, you know, he could have, he could have just ripped them apart with mere hand gestures. I'm telling you it, if, just to if show a little cane, bit of his. Yeah, that's coming. We're in trouble. That's what I'm saying. If, if that's, if that's just a, a shred or a small percentage of, of how powerful Kang will be in the Kang dynasty Avengers movie, then, yo, people thought that Thanos was a menace in the MCU? Then, then no way. I mean, I still think we got robbed from from Thanos because like we also comic, got robbed from Ultron too. Yeah, comic book Ultron, comic book Thanos, a lot of things from the comic books we got robbed of, like Hulk, dude. Comic book Hulk, pff. dude. Hulk was awesome in the first Avengers movie. He was. That was the closest thing we've gotten to comic book Hulk in the entire MCU, which is very sad. And I don't really like this whole professor yes. hulk i i talk you know because i'm a genius at the same time like okay we get it but dude, i expect a change in that in the few, next few years yeah if we don't if we don't see we'll see berserker 
Uh, we we need to. We'll have to. We need we need to see like World War Hulk, just go absolutely ape. Yeah. And here's the other funny thing, because of the Thunderbolts, with Thunderbolt Ross being Red Hulk. I hope we see Red Hulk rage. Oh, we definitely will. It's going to be Harrison Ford. It's going to be awesome. I cannot wait for that. Yeah, that's going to be interesting to see him, but as uh, Red Hulk and him raging, raging. Oh man, I got to sneeze, but it just isn't isn't coming out. Give me give me a warning when you do. I will. I, I, th- <laughs> I thought I've had to twice. I've raised my hand. I'm just like. So I'm looking at Austin and and like I thought he had to sneeze too, and I was kind of just waiting for a bit. But we're good. Yeah, no, we're good. False alarm. So yeah, the the ferocity that that Kang just delivers. And the other thing, because we had another great sub villain. Dude, honestly. Modoc. Modoc was awesome in this movie. He really was. I was thrilled. I had people in the audience clapping. Yeah. As soon as they, as soon as he was on screen and they talked about what MODOK stands for, and Scott's like, oh, it's an acronym, but wouldn't it be the MODOFK? MODOFK. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he was, he was brutal. It was like designed only for killing DOFK. Yeah, MODOK was, MODOK was badass, yeah. honestly. Um, and I, I kind of did hear a rumor that it was going to be Darren. Yeah, I heard that, and then you saw it in the trailer. Yep. That, yep. Second trailer, I think. But yeah, it was the second one. So Yeah, it was. I think that another reason that kind of wraps up the quantum. Um, the quantum realm itself. Yeah, is he, now he's officially dead. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the only thing that's going on in the quantum realm is that Kang is still stuck there for now in some capacity. Yeah. We technically, we much like at the end of the movie where (laughs) I love that, that inner monologue. Oh yeah. That was awesome. That, that Scott's saying he he just stops it, but wait, he's dead, right? Like he has to be, we stopped him. We stopped. Yeah. But he said it would, if we didn't stop him, then if we left him there, Oh, Oh crap. Like, yeah, he starts sick and guessing everything. Oh now. my god! He just this panic looked on it on his face of just complete like distress, like just oh my god, what if we made a terrible mistake? What if I'm responsible for everyone here that dies and everyone's like walking past him? Oh my god, smiling at him because they they're starting to recognize like who he is and you hilarious. know something that didn't get talked about is that obviously the time dilation, right? Yeah, how long were they in there? That's a good question. They could have been gone for Years. a day or a, I don't think it was a year though. You know what I mean? Like, I think it was probably, and they didn't, they, sorry, they didn't discuss that, but, huh. but because the only thing that kind of came to my mind was when he went in the coffee, that coffee shop, whatever. And they thought it was Spider-Man. So we got, he got like the free coffee and donuts, whatever. Right. In the beginning. Oh. And then he comes back and then he is the guy recognized the bug, him. Bug man. Bug man, big and small. Like I don't I don't think it was for that long. You know, like I, I realistically it could have been a day, could have been a week. But the thing about it is 
no one else outside of their family cared to say anything, right? Like, like it was just Cassie's mom. Yeah. But she didn't freak out or like wonder where she was either. So they couldn't have been gone for that long. She probably just thought, oh, he's probably with his dad. That's yeah. fine. Because then everyone else in the family was there. Hope, Hank, Janet. So <laughs> it's true. No one else is probably like, hey, where's, you know, it's not like Hope was like, where's Scott been? And he's been gone for like three days now. But to them, it would have been like, I was gone for like three seconds. What are you talking about? Yeah. So, yeah, but that does that does kind of – it did – it, it did pop up in my, my uh, my mind. Well, well, because he mentioned it with the ants. Yeah, that went through a time dilation and they basically built like some sort millions of millions of years, second thousands of years actually, second so. tier, like, second tier civilization. Yes, yeah. second tier colony. Yeah, which is hilarious. I loved that. Yeah, that that right there was was amazing. I did wish we got more of Bill Murray. Yeah, that, that was, one scene was not enough. I forgot that he was in it, but Kryler. Lord Crowler. Lord, Lord, Lord Crowler. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, human? Oh, that's right. I forgot what you called yourselves. That's what you call yourselves. And okay. Hank's like, aren't you a human? Because only where, only where I need to only be. Only where it matters. <laughs> yeah. uh, Hank was getting a little jelly there. Yeah. You know? But she, also, it's like. She's like, I had needs. <laughs> it's one of those things where. Because as. You know, this conversation goes on. You start to realize, like, all right, yeah, he's going to turn them into Kang. But how long has he been ruling? Like, how long in Quantum Realm years has he been ruling the Quantum Realm? Yeah. So, well, if Hope is down there for 30... Sorry, not Hope. Janet. If Janet was down there for 30 years, I don't think it was him ruling for 30 years because it took a while for him to get to that point, right? Because of the... Of what she did with his, like, battery, his ship's battery. So, but, I mean, he still could have been ruling for 25 to 29 years, we'll say, of, of, like, non-quantum realm years. But that still could have felt like an eternity down there, right? Yeah. So. Interesting. And and I kept kept trying to pay attention to how much, like, any mentioning of, of... of time in the quantum because even the, the the probably not because I'm just realizing now is that the Kang, the council of Kang sent him there because it was a place outside of, of space time. and time. Yeah, so I mean, it was cool to see that there are other tribes and people, or well, I don't know what you would really call them, other forms of life. Yeah, right. There's like different creatures. There's other humanoids that are walking on two legs that. I liked that part. Drink the ooze. Yep. Drink the ooze. You have holes. Like, you you have holes. He's like, how many holes do you have? He's like, seven. He's like, stop thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> but I liked that too, and I'm like, nah, this dude's definitely a human with mutant powers, right? Right? Nah, just kidding. But okay, give it up, man. Yeah, I, I had to be hopeful. But as I answered, that's kind of you're what stretching. a mutant power what, would would have would be, right? He was a cool character, though. If you're stretching, he's still alive. It's true. He's still alive. So the warrior woman didn't didn't care. That felt random. As I'm not even gonna lie to you. I get it, but like, it's, okay. So does she like rule the quantum realm now in place of Kang? 
I don't know. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's she like, seemed like a bit of a filler character. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I, I don't know. Whatever. Like, we're, I don't know. Did everyone, everyone in the quantum realm get along before? Exactly. So like, you don't know. <laughs> it just felt kind of, all right, well, that's, that was nice. That was a nice ride. Yeah. You know, like, that's it. Yeah. Which I get it. Cause it, you know, it's, but still. Yeah, it. it like, I don't know. Like I said, it, it definitely felt like a filler, filler part of the, of the movie and, and story. Like I, if you take that, if you take, you know, some of those characters out, it doesn't really matter as much. But I think the whole idea of Kang setting up shop there and supposedly someone else was there. The thing that I, and again, since we've only seen this once, we're kind of just going off of you know, recent, recent memory, but yeah. when hope, or not, I keep saying hope when Janet throws or puts the device with the pim particles and enlarges it. Yeah. But also it gets buried, right? Like the battery is like buried, like whatever. So, so far below, um, in that, uh, storm of possibilities which would that was that was actually pretty funny and cool yeah that was awesome but and that where where they were fighting right there was no civilization there beforehand there no. wasn't like a town or a Kane people built it yeah, no but like but like the, you know, that that tribes person was like or that you know the, the, the whatever the other townsfolk yeah other quantum folk will say i'll say they, they weren't there in that area when hope and i want to keep saying hope van dime the entire damn podcast episode jesus dude uh janet janet van dime michelle pfeiffer damn it yes call her michelle michelle pfeiffer. If, if that's what helps mp uh when she and kang were fighting there was there was nothing else there yeah. It was just the two of them. So I'm kind of, I was a little confused. I'm like, what do you mean that they were there until Kang took over? See? Because that's what I mean by how many like years was it in you know what I mean? Now, maybe because he expanded his empire so much that that's could have what they meant, but I think that also might be a little bit of a stretch too. Yeah, like I they, just I think we're unfortunately trying to dive too deep into that which makes sense but, but you know you know what it is though here's here's the the relation to those people that cassie made the people that were always on the run she was associating them to the homeless people in san francisco that she was protesting for when she got locked up yeah and saying that these people that are need help and she was kind of like you know getting on her dad's case about it and well it's like listen the homeless are not is not the Avengers issue. That's what you have, you know, state and local government uh, for. Yeah, um, dear Cassie. So, um, but we're not really gonna dive into that boat. <laughs> no, but Cassie did um, do her part and yeah, step I mean, in she saved the quantum folk, and it was conducive to do it there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're there isn't a conqueror yet on, on earth that's trying to destroy everything and the quantum yet. realm there yet, yet there is a serious, a very, 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 very serious threat named Kang who is forcing, killing civilizations in the quantum realm. So 
there was reason to actually fight him and to stand up and and lead and send that message. You yeah, know, that was very much an Avenger esque thing to do. So, kudos for her. And I'm sure her, I'm sure uh, Scott Lang was uh, proud proud of his girl. Oh yeah, well she has her own suit, so yeah. we'll definitely <clears throat> see more of her. Yeah, I mean I, I liked I liked how she kind of learned how to fight. <laughs> yeah. Over the course of the movie, too, because she would uh, miniaturize and then try to punch someone, and she would but just fall flat. Yeah, yeah, wouldn't do anything. He's like, he's like, watch, watch how I do it. Do 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 do. He's like, he's like, see it like that. And she's like, I didn't see that because you're, you can't, I can't see you. You're that's, you're so small. I like the one thing I love about these ensemble movies like Avengers and all these crossovers is the the dialogue between the the heroes that yes. happens you know so like i said i said this years before infinity war but seeing and wanting to see tony stark and the guardians of the galaxy yeah and it's one of my favorite you know dialogue scenes in uh the mcu just seeing them go at each other like that so to see you know picture it in the future of seeing cassie and scott on a battlefield yeah in secret wars with who knows? You know, who knows else? <laughs> Captain America and other people. You know what I mean? Like, it could be anyone at this point in time. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see who's who's left. And you even just said it. You were looking on some article that Spider-Man is going to be the leader of the Avengers, essentially. Yeah. I, I guess he's I guess he's going to have, like, a big, big lead part in the Secret Wars. Because that's my thing, right? And not to get... I'm sorry, King Dynasty. Yeah, not to, not to get too off, off topic here. I mean, it is all related, but I don't think you're going to have Ant-Man or the Wasp leading the Avengers. No. I, I don't think Hulk is going to... They might try well, to... Well, you, uh, you, obviously you got Cap. Who's going to do that? Well, I'll say you, people are going to look to Sam Wilson. And you think... You know, but I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be like a, you know, split responsibilities between Sam Wilson, Doctor Strange, and probably Peter Parker. Yeah, but remember, no one knows who he no is. No one knows who he is yet. Spider Man because of of No Way Home. So there's a lot of interesting things that are are going to be coming in Phase Five and Six. That, and I know a lot of people weren't really too thrilled about phase four i wasn't really yeah eh. but the other brilliant thing about this movie is that i think it was a great way to kick off phase five yeah so you know to me this was probably one of the best movies in the mcu since endgame you know and again i'll throw no way home and probably wakanda forever up there as overall stories with a good plot good characters Everything else was kind of like I think just falls below those three movies. Yeah, I'm not saying they're terrible, right? But there's I just think rating wise they're below it for me. And I think because of some of the implications that this sets up, right? Like we were saying, this this closes a great trilogy because it, it it ties things from the first movie. It kind of includes things from the second movie, although I don't really remember too too much from from the second movie because it was not that good. And it wasn't right really at all, but this is a mainly a tie back to the first movie 
and and of course it did include just a just a little sprinkle in the post credit scene from from Loki. Yeah. But what it's setting up is ginormous. Yo, yeah. Yeah. So again, the implications of of this plot here um is it is awesome. Not only sets up uh it will it not only follows up on a threat that he who remains mentioned uh in the Loki show. Um but it also sets up uh, Kang Dynasty, obviously, and Secret Wars. Yeah. All of that. Um, but also the other post credit scene directly ties into what I'm assuming is season two of Loki. Yeah. Where, yep. lo and behold, there's a variant of Kang yep. ready to go. Doing some sort of play. No, it's a it's a presentation. It's like a he's an inventor. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's so what, it's that's this thing that can change time. So, man, <laughs> whoa, it, it's just, and the thing is, is that, uh, the first post credit scene is obviously the council of Kangs assembling and saying, you know, yes. we need to stop them because they're now starting to travel that and get out of there. They're obviously talking about the Avengers. Right. Yeah. And I, I was really hoping we would see some of the other Kang variants back to when, uh, you know, get my old YouTube channel when I spoke about Loki, the first season of Loki and, and he who remains and, and then seeing, you know, what, again, what possibilities of uh, the other variants eventually coming into, uh, in, into play well, here. We saw so many of them. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like we, like it was, it was amazing because, um, you know, of the three that were talking at the end, um, one of them was the pharaoh Ramatut. Yep. Obviously, he was in the the like the Egyptian wardrobe. Um, then you have um, Nathaniel Richards, who, who's from what the thirty first century, thirty first century, yep. and descendant of Reed Richards, Richards time traveling father. Yes. Whew. So we finally. That's technically the first. Uh, Richard's uh, family member we see in the MCU. Technically not, because we did see Reed Richards in Doctor Strange. Well... I don't know why everyone forgets that. I mean... Are you going to say from this main timeline? Because he's not from this main timeline. Well, he exists outside of time, too. So. Exactly. God, I love Kang. Yeah. Anyway, continue. And then we get the um, Scarlet Centurion t- uh, variant. Is that who it was? I believe, yeah. So okay, yeah, it pits the Avengers team against alternate reality cal- counterparts. So I, there's a lot. I mean, I, I love the way Marvel Comics wrote Kane the Conqueror. I think he is definitely one of the most complex villains. And I, I said this, I don't remember. I might have been talking to you about this like years ago, even even before Thanos. Um, we saw Thanos like in Infinity War, like man, thinking. What other villains could they potentially do after Thanos is gone? Like Galactus could, is, you know, will probably be one in the future. But, you know, I really wanted to see, uh, I said Kane the Conqueror would be a, a pretty vicious villain to include. And sure yeah. enough, yeah, we've only just started to see how how we, terrible 
like I said, <laughs> and if, frightening he he is. So if this is the king that we get, that comes to six one six and starts messing, starts messing everything up, starts hurting our Avengers. Yeah, yeah, and I think you know the other interesting thing about about Kang is the there's a variant of him that was in the Young Avengers in the in the in the comics called Iron Lad. But, oh yeah, but then he is like Nate Richards, like Nate Richards steals his like his his own self or something like that. It's it's weird. It, all right well whatever. yeah it, it, it's kind of, it kind of gets really crazy like um there's a a youtube channel um i think it's called comics explained he he did like a huge summarized version of of the of can the conqueror mm. and in the comics and really explained it because he shows a lot of the comics and it does a really good job about it i i, I want to say i went back and listened to it like maybe two years ago so I'll probably do a refresher since I don't actually, I don't own some of the comics. I've read some of the Kang comics, but I don't physically own them. I don't own a single one. I own very few Marvel comics actually compared to DC, DC. comics. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think what I might do before the Kang dynasty movie comes out is probably refresh. Yeah. I feel like we could do like a whole, podcast episode talking about Kang you know and I don't know if we I don't know if we'll do like a what do we think that will happen in the movie and then but and we'll see we'll see yeah we'll see but what what else did you like about the movie um aside from I mean I'm I'm gonna be honest Kang was pretty much the number one thing I loved about the movie and he towered over everything else i mean i loved modok um, yeah he was surprisingly really really funny and just awesome to see on screen um yeah. but for the most part it was just kang um i mean i'm a huge fan of villains and you know villain villains that have good arcs yeah so and kang Fair. has a great one so um, seeing that kind of play out and seeing the future of what's to come, which also is Kang. Um, it's like he lost, but he didn't really lose because he's going to win. Yeah. You know, so it's like it doesn't even matter. Um, so I, you know, definitely, definitely Kang, Modoc, uh, you know, Bill Murray, of course, too. was awesome. Yeah, I, I, I guess he could have been in it a little bit more, but I... I did like the time that he was in it and, you know, just a nice little cameo yeah. for Bill Murray. And he might still be alive, though. I don't think he got, I don't think he got killed, but I don't think we'll really ever see him again. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's, that's good for Bill Murray, I'm sure. And I, I mean, there were quite a few scenes that I liked. I mean, obviously everything with Kang in it, but I did like Modoc's plot that, <laughs> I just does little tiny legs and his, tiny his redemption. Yeah, and he died in Avenger. Yeah, he's <laughs> like I died in Avenger. He's like, uh, sure, sure, and uh, and great, great line. Listen, it's never too late to not be a dick. Yep, that's a great, that's a great line right there. Thanks, Cassie. He's like I'm not a dick. <laughs> I'm not a dick. 
he he like sacrifices himself and he flies right into Kang's bubble and like kamikazes yeah and blows it up and and then he allows the actual army of ants to literally dude Kang almost think about this Kang as ferocious as Kang is Kang almost died to an army of ants but then what happened to the army of ants so that was my question I'm like where'd the ants go you probably wiped them out all of them that's a lot of ants it's Kang I mean I don't know if they Movie just went magic, home. Probably. <laughs> They're like, eh, budget. Let's just kind of, you know, they, they, went, they went home. Yeah. They went home. Or maybe, maybe it was Hank that just telepathically said, you know what? You guys can go home now. Yeah. We'll handle it from here. Psych. We need, we still need you guys to just finish him off. He is, uh, he's going to get out of that quantum realm. That's for sure. Well, yeah. I, I just don't know. Wild stuff. And now, You'd have to imagine it happens in the very, very beginning of. Well, you know what? Now that I think about it, it could happen in Loki season two. Could. I think that's how it happens. I think that's how it happens. I hope so. Ah, dude, I hope so. If so, man, that just makes me. I mean, I'm pumped to look and looking forward to Loki Loki season two as it is. But it's all Kang. Yeah, four letter word, Kang. That's it. And I, I love that second season, that second scene too, because the look on Tom Hiddleston's face, he's like, "Oh my god, that's, that's him. him!" And Owen Wilson's like, "No, man, he looks harmless." Wow! 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 He looks harmless. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Listen, my guy. I know you want to. I know you want to find the jet ski and go jet skiing, but your hopes and dreams are about to be shattered. Wow. By Kang. Yeah. Infinitely by Kang. So that was a, that was a great, great setup. Very, very well done. Yeah. I'm very, on, on both fronts. Too. Very excited for the future. Like the, uh, the scroll version or scroll variant. I just like the one ver the one variant of him that was just screaming like a fan, <laughs> like he was just fanboying at the council. Yeah. 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 He was kind of just pulling like a Ric Flair. Yeah. Woo! It was freaking awesome. And then you had all these other versions just popping up in front of him, like instantly kneeling. And it's just yeah. like, oh, it's getting, getting wild. Because it was like an auditorium. Or like, you know, like it was like an arena. A, yeah. You know, like a coliseum. Yeah. That was weird. So interesting that that's, that's where they all meet. Yeah. As well. But what would you rate the movie? I'll do like a high low. A high low. Yeah. Meaning what? Like a range of of where i feel the movie should be okay i think this movie deserves a solid 85 percent it's like a solid 8.5 but i'm leaning more towards a nine like an eight like an 88 percent and i I think i don't think this this is a better than like a 90 percent but I would say somewhere mine's between about, there. I would say mine's between like an 80, 87 and an eighty nine. Yeah, this what, was uh, this was this was a really good movie. Yeah, um, it was awesome. Kang was Dude, you, just the best. You had I mean, your yeah. You had you had everything that a good story needs, right? It's a two hour movie, so didn't feel like it. Yeah, it didn't. But that's why again, I think I think because it was two hours, you know, on on screen. Change, yeah. yeah, but. I remember, I remember thinking. I, I looked at my watch at one point, and I'm like, I'm like, oh damn, we're like nearing two hours. I didn't even realize it. And 
this is sort of like towards the end where like the ants were coming and it didn't even realize it'd been two hours. Yeah. <laughs> it might've felt more like an hour, a little over an hour, just kind of just sitting there. Yeah. It moved quick. Yeah. And good job by, by Peyton Reed to, to have a good movie like this. And something that was interesting was at the end when they say who's returning and who's not returning, it only said Kang will return. It didn't say anybody else. Yeah, but I mean, I think they're already there, so they're they don't need to return. Maybe Kang. Maybe. But it, it listen, it's all about Kang now. From from here on out, it is all about Kang. You know, all all these. Do you, listen. People need to like certain heroes need to get killed off. That's true. They need to. It's going to be Kang. I'm who sorry. Does it. Yeah. No, Kang. Listen, because it's like the same thing that happened with uh, with Thanos. You know, you actually had some heroes that did die that did not come back. That's kind of what bugs me about the whole Gamora thing in Guardians 3. Why? Because she's back. But it's not her. It's a different variant. Yeah. They've just they've just plugged her in. Yeah, that's exactly what they did. <sighs> Thanks, James Gunn. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> I would have left her dead, man. Leave her I'd, dead. I would have left her dead. There's there's so much more drama and weight with her gone. Yeah. It's it's a much bigger impact at that point. Yeah, I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, whatever. I mean I mean, listen, if if there's if there's not the same sort of silence at the end of Kang Dynasty like there was Infinity War. Ooh. And there's not some sort of cheer that happens in Secret Wars like there was in Endgame. Then you know which one this is. This is like the superior duo of movies. But again, yeah, I guess we'll see what happens. It'll be interesting. Yeah, and and I know I know it might be hard to. I mean, it's way too early to tell. Obviously, and I'm not going to truly jump on that ship of assumption. But again, because I think we've finally seen what Jonathan Majors can do as Kang. We didn't get to see what Josh Brolin could do with Thanos until he showed up as Thanos in Infinity Yeah, War. he only popped up in a few scenes, you know, but that was Barely, it. Barely, yeah, you know, like a post-credit scene and whatnot, but... Well, he was in Guardians. He was in two scenes in Guardians. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, not, not like... Not like Kang here. Not like, no. Not like Jonathan Majors. So, I, I, I do like the way they made his suit and that they still made his face blue yeah with that shield I, I loved i loved that i mean the whole visual effects in this movie was insane yeah Vis it was it was beautiful there were a few scenes that fell victim to bad cgi yeah course, yeah but. for sure yeah i mean i think that's it's almost a common thing now that i just in majority of movies that are going to have a lot of heavy cgi like yeah. it's it's bound to happen with with a couple scenes and you know, that that's fine. But I mean, I think aside from that, it was pretty good. I mean, look, look at what they're working with too. Was it what they're trying to accomplish something that, yeah, that's true. And I will say the fact that I, I know these like digital artists are being rushed. And then you look at the end of the credits and it's like, it says like digital artists. And then it's literally the, so many, a wall of, of names that are like stretched out across, like just jam packed. And it just that just goes to show you how many people it, it it takes to build this sort of village, yeah. They are, or rather, city of uh, of of a movie here. And 
I don't blame them. I mean, I, I, I sympathize for the, for the amount of work that they're rushed to do because I, I want a good product. I want to see yeah. things that aren't terrible. And they're like, Oh man, like it's like, what if they kept, what if they messed up every single time Ant-Man or, or Cassie or, or hope shrunk. And then went you know, went giant man. Yeah. You know, what if it just looked all janky? Like you can't have that because that's, that's your, that's your main actor. Those are your main actors. Yeah. So, um, Paul Rudd was great though. I mean, I think, I think the main cast of heroes did a great job. Michael Douglas, great as always. Michelle Pfeiffer, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Yeah. They were awesome. They were awesome. Um, it's just, everything felt kind of over, um, like in the shadow of Cam- of Jonathan Majors. Well, yeah, but I, and I think so. I think that needed to be though, to like, because this is the third movie for some of them, yeah. right? And you need to put the importance and respect on Kang's name and and make people understand that he is here to stay. Yeah, and I and I think this is the difference between him and other villains that we've seen in in previous movies of even the entirety of basically the entirety of phase four. He is the only one that is coming back and is going to wreak absolute <laughs> havoc. Yeah. He's going to tear it up. Like Gore did nothing. Wanda really didn't do much because she just was like semi like blinded, you know, and obsessed with her kids. She doesn't have kids. Oh yeah. Not this, not anymore. She never did. Oh, not this version. Exactly. But she was obsessed with her fake kids. Okay. And tried to steal real Wanda's kids. Stupid. Exactly. And then who else was another villain? I mean, you got the uh, villains from Spider-Man that... That's different. None of them affect the the universal scale. Yeah. It's only Kang. I know. So. That's, that's why he's... He might have seemed, and I, I don't know if people think that, oh, he's just like the villain of the movie like everyone else. Like, no, no. Oh, just wait. Sadly mistaken, my He friends. will terrorize the MCU for the next three years. Yeah. And maybe Can't beyond wait. that, we just don't know. Yeah, that's true. So, but what else? Any Anything else? Is there anything you didn't like so much? I mean, I know we kind of said a couple things here and there already, but. um, I mean, no, not really. I mean, I felt like it was. You know, it was a good length. It wasn't too long or too short. Yeah. They kept it kind of simple. They're in the quantum realm. Kang needs to get out, but so do they need to get out. But also, they can't let Kang out. So, it was good. Um, like I said, I'm I'm really excited to see more of him against other heroes and see him in the future. Yeah, me too. So, it's going to be great. Um, overall, again, we, we scored this like in the high high 80s. And, you know, maybe up to a 90 at, at the most, I'd say. And, you know, if you haven't seen it and you somehow still managed to listen through all of this, then... Um, Remarkable. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hopefully it wasn't spoiled too much for everyone. But uh, maybe maybe this is why you, you know, you, you listen to this podcast episode to go, I'm going to listen with this, see what they have to say. And then maybe this will entice us to, to see it and... Um, what do you think this is going to do box office wise? 
I have zero opinion. I do not know, honestly, because I just, I don't, like, I don't care how much these movies make. I've never once really, like, like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I just don't care. Yeah, not not a big uh, fan of uh, of box office nah. numbers. Mm, interesting. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't, I have no clue. It's only been out two days. Three uh, days, technically. Technically, three days, yeah. yeah. Um, I can tell you what it's grossed so far in domestically. Want to take a guess? $28 million, I think I remember seeing a thing, something about it. No, more than that. Oh. $118 million. Wow. That's a good... Dude, that is a good f***ing number. Yeesh. Damn, it's only been out a few days. Triple, triple mills. And this is going to lead me to the last thing I'm going to say here. So I think there's a difference between when people report news that is too early. So there's a certain social media site that decided to post news from a different social media site. One that we reference a lot from review scores. Yeah. So this certain... So this certain company made a post five days ago. So February 15th, they make a post says Ant-Man three is currently the second MCU film with a rotten, rotten tomato score. Now, mind you, the movie hadn't even officially been out yet in the United States. And it was a 54%. Now I went to that I went to the website and it was just critic rating. So again, the critics had, were the only people that gave this a rating. And you know, if you're if you're new here, uh, we think the critic scores are are nothing no, nothing special. I mean, what makes these critics so damn special compared to say the two of us who are essentially critiquing the movie and we we critique every single movie we do on this podcast. Honestly, I could, I, I, you know, put us, put us toe to toe against any two pairings of other, other critics out there. I guarantee we bury them. Yeah. That would be fun. Uh, if you a, are critics and would like to, you want to have a critic off? Let's, let's do it. Let's have a critic off. Let's do it. Yeah. That would be cool. You, we, uh, yeah. I don't care. We can have timed responses. We can go into full detail. We look, I don't matter. But point being is that they were basing off 138 reviews and saying that it had a 54% critic score, okay? So I made a post, I made a comment. Oh, geez. That I said, sounds like blank is jumping the gun here. And it's not so much about likes. I don't really care so much about that. It was. It's just that there's 833 people agreed with me and liked what I had to say. Because it's basically going, yeah, they did. And it's no surprise. So there's a couple other replies, and I literally just said, you know, it's not officially out here. They should have waited. And again, this is where I think some of these people just want to throw these these content things out there. And I'm like, dude, why are you doing that? I, I, it, it makes zero sense to me. And and just wait until the move, wait until and make that assumption on Monday. So then I made a comment saying that. You know, I will send you a, a screenshot of it showing zero audience score. Audience score are, are people like like us 
that will watch the movie and give a review of what we of what we do. Essentially, Austin and I are even on the, on, the, on this podcast as we critique and review things. We're also a member of the audience. So, and uh, someone else I liked uh, replied on my comment. You know, critics often don't align with audience scores. The audience scores are almost always in line with the truth. And and then I even said, I replied back to this person saying, go check now, my friend. So if you go to Rotten Tomatoes and you look at the audience score, you will see, I'll do it, I'll do it even, I'll do it in a fresh, I'll do a fresh refresh of the page itself. So we've got over 5,000 plus verified ratings. And this is just on, I, this is just on Rotten Tomatoes. 84%. That's not bad. So in, in the, the critic score is, uh, was 47. So, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people that, you know, are, are, are probably going to be all over the place with this movie as well, you know, and I'm not, I'm not really going to go into a lot of these reviews, although there's a lot of, you know, four, four and a half stars. And I like that people actually, you know, give some sort of reasoning for it, much like Austin and I have done throughout this whole episode here. Um, you know, and again, if you're going to say something sucked or you, you didn't like something, Austin's kind of dying over here. Sorry. The house is a furnace. <laughs> it's a bit hot in here at the moment. I know. I got Jeez. some AC issues. It's okay. We'll, uh, We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have it fixed, but it, it, so the movie was too long. I just didn't like the humor. I miss the good old Marvel movies. I miss Iron Man and Captain America. Um, then go, then go watch a Captain America and Iron Man movie. Well, yeah. So they, they gave the star, like they gave this like two stars out of five. That's dumb. So, I don't care about that, but that's what I'm saying. I, I'm like, look, if you, I, look, I miss, Tony Stark and Captain Rogers. I miss seeing Chris Evans and RDJ in the MCU as well. But guess what? Anytime I want to watch those movies, I can go watch them yep. because I own them or I can watch them on Disney plus. And I don't think this movie was too long. It's like less than two hours. It's, it's like, you know, the, the runtime is two hours and three minutes. It was quick. And that's including credits. So yeah, you're probably looking at like a one hour and 50 some odd minute movie. That is not long. Yeah, that was quick. That is a that is not a long movie. And the humor? It I, was Ant-Man humor. Yeah. It's what been, what do you mean? It's been the same Ant-Man humor for three movies now. Yeah. And also included the the Scott Lang humor in Endgame. Civil War. Civil War as well. So I'm a little confused. And that movie had, guess what? Iron Man and Captain America. So, you know, I, I'm just pointing out the facts here. You know, but yeah, anyway, there's a lot of good, a lot of good reviews and, you know, um, don't prematurely post something um, that is just, you know, fake news. That's what I'm saying. I hate that. I, I, as, as a, as a, as a Cinebuff, I hate that. Wait, damn, I'm not even going to get started. I will go on, I'll go on a rant here and make this another hour long podcast episode. Yeah. And it's just, it's just gonna make the room even more, more steamy. So, um, point case in point, go see this movie, go see it. This movie is super, super rad. Yeah. And like I said, Kang is just amazing in this movie. It's yeah. just, his performance is so good. 
hundred percent, man. He, J- Jonathan Majors, crushed it, and uh, I really hope I really hope people also watch Loki to understand more about this, <coughs> like your brother. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Zach. Come on, Zach. Give but, me the program, will you? But yeah, no, season two is gonna be awesome, and then yeah, the the majority of other movies that come out, uh, well, in a couple of years. Yeah, the next two years are gonna be awesome. Years. So uh that i think it's gonna do it yeah we're gonna i think so we, we really don't have too too much else to say it's it's still too you know fresh yeah you know there's still stuff that we still have to digest probably and whatnot so yeah i think if we were to have watched it a few times this weekend which i don't know how we would have been fine would have been able to find that time alone nope so you know and i didn't want to put this out you know, two weeks later either. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's good to get it out now, but, um, but yeah, go see it. We, we give it a high rating and, um, you know, tell us what you thought about it. Uh, if you liked it and you give it a high score. Awesome. If you didn't like anything, eh, just tell us, there's no, no harm, no foul there. Um, just explain why yeah, that's all, that's that's all I'm asking for is give me, give me a reason, you know, just don't say it sucked and then just leave it at that. Tell me why. I will I will question you. Sorry. Yeah, we can't bury you without reason. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. so yeah, that's that's just how it is. So um yeah, be sure to catch us on the next episode. Um again, check us out on all the social media sites like TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and we don't know I don't know what we're doing for the throwback movie. We gotta <sighs> Don't know yet. Um We'll, decide, we'll have to decide. Maybe we'll have to. We'll have to. I don't know if we want to keep. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But stay tuned. Um, if you have any recommendations for a throwback, hit us up on Twitter. Yeah, um, I like getting some. I like getting some throwback recommendations so that way we can kind of just you know look at a bunch and see if one stands out that we're feeling at the time. Yeah. Then then we could just do it that way and, and kind of go from there. So, um, but yeah, thank you so much for everyone's support. And again, uh, share with your friends, family, neighbors, um, frenemies, arch rivals, your nemesis. Everybody. Yeah. People in the quantum realm, people in other time, yourself in a different timeline, other variants, yeah, yeah. other variants, just whoever talks about movies, make sure they hear it. Yeah. If you love movies and love going to the movies, you love renting movies, streaming movies, all that kind of stuff. Follow us support us and we'll see you next time on the plot strikes